This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate. You got Ked here, the host. I'm here with BizDev. BizDev, say what up? Where can we find you, dude? <laughs> In the corners of the analytics. What's up, guys? Just chilling. We, we have a pretty cool guest today. His name is Mike Hillebrandt. I think I nailed that. Oh yeah, you got uh, it. Oh yeah. And uh, Mike has started this really, really cool hockey company. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's called Stick Wraps with a Z at the end of it. Uh, I mean, we were... Again, we've been doing these interviews on Wednesdays, and like we've been kind of trying to find cool profiles on Instagram. And it's funny because I actually showed BizDev like not what probably like two or three weeks yeah. ago. This and we're like, like we should reach out and uh, through Ken over at the Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave yeah, Hockey Expo. Uh, yeah. First off, we missed this Hockey Expo. Yeah, we got we got it. <laughs> yeah, so that that'll be a for sure thing. But Mike, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, tell us tell us about stick wraps, dude, because I I I don't do it justice. Go for it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys having me. And yeah, that expo was cool. You guys are going to have to go next year. It's pretty yeah. sick. It's, it's, it's cool because like it's all hockey stuff. At the same time, we'll like, get to meet you and like Ken and like all these literally other people. Literally like every person we had on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? there, so, yeah, we got Not going to lie. That's pretty much what I did the entire time was just walk around at work, say hi to everybody, and just hang out. Like That is pretty much all that I did. So it was pretty cool. It's sick. Did you get a, did you get a chance to catch any of the games? I did not. We watched. Uh, we went over to a bar and we watched some of the games on TV, and they were pretty sick. They were oh, cool. Man. Can you imagine being 17 years old playing in front of 18,000 people? Unreal. And did you see those attendances? Like a lot of them were higher than those NHL games were. Like, <laughs> which uh, is wild, man. For Don't high school hockey. Man. That one. Wow. I'm hot today. Stay hothead. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. Stick wraps. Let's hear it. Let's hear the story, dude. Well, uh, we go back maybe five, probably five and a half years ago. Um, I, my, my son was looking for a Christmas present. We wanted to do something really unique and cool. He was probably about nine or 10 at the time. And, um, I was just searching. I couldn't think of what to get him. And I was like, you know what? He likes the blues. He's kind of getting into hockey. Like, well, I'll just go buy him a St. Louis blues hockey stick. So they did sense. a search St. Louis blues hockey stick. Nothing. I'm a big Red Wings fan. Go ahead. You can have at it. No, but hey, like I went on and 
We're from upstate New York, so uh, the Adirondack Red Wings ended up winning a ton of Calder Cups like when we were younger. So, like, I, I'm actually – I'm an original six guy. If you're original six team, I can awesome. respect whatever team it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, living in Kansas City, like, we're just so close to the Blues, but then, like, there's no, like, real local team for anyone to latch on to. Plus, hockey in Kansas City and St. Louis is night and day. Like, it is just unreal, the difference. So anyway, I couldn't find a Red Wings one, and then I was like, all right, you know, how about, and I ran through some of the NHL teams, and other than, like, those stupid cheap wood hockey sticks where they just basically painted a logo on it or just put Red Wings on it, which we all play hockey, like, they're cheap. I was like, yeah, I'm not spending money on that. Yeah, or like a hockey stick, right? Like, and nobody really wants a hockey stick, right. For real. And so I was like, okay, what about like AHL teams, ECHL teams? And like the more I kept searching, the more I was like, one, how is this not a thing? Two, why is nobody doing this? I mean, what an opportunity, right? Like, right. So is it a cost thing? Is it like a no one's thought of it thing? There's no way some dude in Kansas City (laughs) is the first one to think of this. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm missing. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to start tinkering with ideas and ways that maybe like I could do this because it can't be that hard. And so I grabbed a wood stick and then I was like, how can I make this bad boy look like a composite stick? And just started messing with ideas. I kind of hit on a vinyl wrap. And then I was like, yeah, I've got friends that are all good at graphic design. I'm good at graphic design. I'm just going to start messing around and see what we get. So made a bunch of samples, uh, you know, right off the bat. I thought, you know, I'll just do a bunch of NHL teams. And I threw a bunch of NHL team wraps on sticks and quickly and talking to lawyers realized that probably wasn't such a great idea. And uh, so kind of transitioned into, okay, like, how do I get this in front of people? So my first real big break came from a contact that I have here in the Kansas City area. And he is very well connected in the hockey community. He puts together the preseason NHL game here around here. Um, anyway, he was really good friends with Ken Morrow on the 1980 U.S. Olympic team. Okay. And he was like, hey, you know, we do a fantasy camp every year up at Lake Placid. We Dude, should, no right, you should do one of these sticks for us. Like, I'm sure they would absolutely love it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I did a real quick mock-up that got me in contact with them, and they were like, we absolutely love this idea. Can you do 100? And I was like, well, I mean, like, I've only done maybe five to this point, and I still don't know what I'm doing. But, yeah, I could do 100 for the 1980 U.S. Olympic team. Like, that, that's cool. So, you know, I did it for them just as, like, an experiment. I delivered them on time. They absolutely loved them. They got signed by all the players and given away as a gift at the camp. and like unreal just absolutely unreal and then came back and wait let me call a quick pause so this came this came from just an idea just one day let's get my kids something and then like very shortly after you have the 1980 miracle team being like hey make me one of these bad boys yeah and i need a (laughs) hundred God. Like, and so I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'll do this. And they turned out awesome. Everybody loved them, like rave reviews on everything. But like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I'm just kind of, you know, making this up as I go. And so I come back and I probably could have ran with it, but I didn't. And then coming into like, you know, about a year later, and I'm still tinkering with it. Is this something that I want to do? I mean, I'm still working. So it's not something that I was like, is this a business or is this just a cool idea? Yeah. So, you know, we go into year two, I circle back and they're like, yeah, they loved them. Let's do it again. 
We need another hundred. And I'm like, all right. So fast forward four years. I did it for four years doing a hundred of them. How long does that take doing a hundred of them? You know what? Um, because of timing, uh, it's not ideal. But not even going to lie, that first time, by the time that I got the sticks, because we were ordering them from um, a major manufacturer and they were coming in from Montreal, I did all 100 of them in less than a week. And I even sanded down the blades because the wood sticks that I ordered had a texture on the blade and I didn't like it. So I sanded, I sanded down all 100 sticks. I painted all the blades and I wrapped all 100 of them in a matter of about three and a half, four days. And then I drove them to Lake Placid oh. and delivered them myself. That's, That's incredible. So, like, are you yeah. just doing this in your garage? Are you just, like, pounding beers? Oh, yeah. Hockey sticks? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and energy drinks. Because, like, in that span, I pulled an all-nighter at one point to wrap the sticks to get them done. And then went to rent a car and bring them out to Lake Placid. And I had this all planned out. I was going to be able to crash somewhere around Columbus, Ohio. It's like a 23 and a half hour drive. It's like, it's a monster drive. And so I was like, I'm going to leave by 8 a.m. I'm going to be able to crash someplace. I'll split this in half. And, you know, like any other person that has everything planned out, it doesn't go that way. So I, I did not know this, but at the time, and I think it's changed, but at the time they wouldn't rent me a car from Kansas City to go into the state of New York. Like, I had the paperwork filled out, the keys in my hand, and they were like, where are you going? And I was like, New York. And they were like, uh, hold up. Like, you, you, we don't allow our cars to go to New York. And it was budget rental. And they were like, Hertz won't let you. Uh, Enterprise won't let you. And I was like, okay, so, like, how the heck do people from around here get to New York? And they were like, you got to go to Avis. They're the only car rental company around here that will let their cars go to New York. And I'm like, okay, so, one, this is stupid. Two, like, Why? <laughs> Like three and like I need to leave like now I need a car like <laughs> <Yeah>. now, <laughs> like you are like this is not the plan. So like I guess the thing is is like in New York if you rent if you wreck the car it was actually the rental company's fault not the driver. Mm-hmm. And so like they wouldn't even let their car enter the state. I was like okay well that's stupid. So anyway I finally got the car but by the time I made it back home and was like bumming rides off of people to get to where I needed to be. Like, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was going to leave so much earlier that it totally threw everything off. And I had to drive 24 hours straight all the way through. I think I stopped in Buffalo and watched the sunrise at Niagara Falls for about an hour and a half just because I was tired of driving. But I drove all the way through the night, having already pulled two all-nighters in the last, like, four days. I drove, like, it was it was a disaster, dude. But, it, like, I got, I got them there on time the morning of. Like, was it a car? So, yeah. So yeah, you, it was a car. Hockey sticks in a car. Lowered, lowered that seat down and jammed them <laughs> in and said, "Let's go." Because I'm not sticking uh, around with this anymore. Like we got to move. Like if that's all I got, that's all I got. Let's go. I am not. I I didn't do all this work with this really cool idea to miss this deadline. I'll be there. Absolutely. So, so have you had you been to Lake Placid before then or no? I had never been there before. So we're we're like what hour and a half, two hours away yeah. from like class, and like we play up in tournaments every year. It's it's awesome up there, isn't it? It's Dude, incredible. That place is so awesome. When I finally made it there and delivered the sticks, obviously like my job's done at that point. So yeah. I hung out a while for like at the Herb Brooks Arena and kind of walked around. Just being there is absolutely surreal. Yeah. And it really is like the moment you get into Lake Placid, you get like this like cool feeling. Like I don't know if you went the same way we go, but like as you pull in, there's a giant ski jump. Yeah. Oh yeah, 
yeah, that's and like that there. southwest oh. side of it. Like, yeah, and I drove down there because I didn't even know what was going on. I was just driving around town. And, like, you come around that curve, yeah. and then you just go, oh, my God. Like, holy. Yeah. Like, and you don't realize how big those things are, especially there where it's already up on the mountain. Like, it, like, it was nuts. You can see that anywhere. And, it, and it, looking back at it, it's just crazy that the Olympics were ever in, like, that small yeah. of a town. Like, for real, you look at like Sochi and like all these other ones, and and Lake Placid, New York, yeah. of all places. So, Twice. so yeah, thirty-two, yeah. So it, every time you did this, did you keep driving them out every time? The first two years I drove, um, I I liked the drive, like I love yeah. the drive, but you know, like it just became cool just to be part of it. When you did the drive once, like I didn't appreciate it, take advantage of it, and all that. So like doing it again the next year was like I'm definitely driving them. Cause I'm going to appreciate this one and I'm going to like really like soak it all in and take a lot more. First year was a whirlwind. Like I was just flying by the seat of my pants and high on energy drinks and like, just I didn't know what was going on. So second one I appreciated third one was kind of like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. I, you know, probably don't need to be driving back and forth, especially if they're gonna, they're willing to pay for shipping. And so I was like, Plus, I had a girlfriend at the time. I was like, "Yeah, no, like you don't need to be driving." There was like snowstorms along the way. It just became risky, and it was like, "All right, I'm not gonna drive this one. I've already done it a couple times." So then last year, I didn't drive them either. It was just easier to ship them. That's still just so cool that like you have this relationship with like the guys who like pulled off singly, yeah. like probably the greatest miracle of all time. Like especially during that time with the whole political thing going on with with Russia and everything, and like. I mean, that's incredible, dude. Those are memories, right? And you have that road trip. You're always going to remember driving out there. That's awesome. Every single time. And, like, I uh, God, I think I was in New York. I went out to New York City last summer. And, like, it was cool because driving back there, like, it was really the only time I had driven to New York was doing the Lake Placid Drive. Yeah. And there was just there was memories from the last four years that you were able to look back on as you're hitting certain checkpoints. Like you hit Ohio, you got the bridge that comes over. It's like, you know, every time I've seen that, I was, you know, driving to Lake Placid and then you almost have to pinch yourself to be like, like I'm actually saying that like those words are, it's real. I did that. So yeah, it's it's sick. dude. I'll say they want to do stuff like that. Never actually do. And like, you got, that's cool, man. That's that's really cool. And so on, and on top of that, just the coolest part, like most people would be would just do a quick Google search and be like, oh fuck, no no uh, blue stick for my son, and then just like move on. But you like that's an entrepreneur right there. It's like fuck it, let's let's do yeah, this. Let's do it. Nobody else has done yeah. it. Let's let's grab a hold for of this. Real. Yeah, so, for real. So after Lake Placid and all this, uh, what happened? So we go we of- go into yeah we go into last summer um, and. You know, I I was kind of like really feeling like this could be something. Plus, you know, when you have members of the 1980 U.S. Olympic team urging you that like, hey, this is something you should be doing like for other people. Um, and not to mention, like I did start the idea. So it's not like there was lack of ideas at any point in the last four years. There's all kinds of ideas. We're like, oh, I could do it for this. or I could do it for that. Um, and so through the urging of them and kind of hitting this like crossroads point where it's like, if I'm ever going to do this, it's going to be right now. If I'm ever like, I'm not getting any younger, like what am I waiting for? You know, that saying is if you're always waiting for the perfect time, like you're never going to get there because there's never a perfect time. So it was one of those, like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it, but I don't have, I mean, I've been lucky enough that I've had a lot of connections in hockey, the NHL and whatever. So like I'm well connected, but 
it's not something that what's going to make it cool are the people that have it online, the kids that have it or, you know, this new world of social media influencers, like when they have it or whatever, that's what makes it cool. And then that's kind of what opens your doors to doing other things. So here I am on Instagram and I have like five followers, like my sister and like a couple friends because I don't do Instagram whatsoever. And I'm like, well, how do I do this? So I literally just started following hockey, learning Instagram along the way, and uh, naturally just kind of hit on some what I would call like influencers, and then did that stupid thing where you send them a DM, and then you sit there and stare at it forever, just figure (laughs) out if they ever read it. Well, uh, You know, they, they don't, and so then I'm trying to figure out like, all right, so then you start liking certain posts just to try, like I played that whole game, and finally had one person um on instagram kind of start messaging me back and i was like okay i got it in here we go and you know literally literally so the first one that i really did was a mighty ducks one for jess she's on instagram she's bluebird 1401 yeah and she was like dude this is a cool idea and i was like yeah can i send you one like please like almost like begging like please 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 (laughs) and uh And she was like, yeah, I mean, like, if you want to give me free stuff, I'm not going to say no. She was like, can you do a Mighty Ducks one? And I'm like, hell yeah, I can do a Mighty Ducks one. I've never done one before, but, like, we're going to go for it. And sent that one off. She absolutely loved it. She took some pictures. And then it was like, well, I guess I kind of need a name for this. Because, like, mind you, at this entire time, like, it's just me. Like, I don't have a name that I'm doing. So I was like, stick wraps. I think we're just going to go with stick wraps. And it works. And fortunately, like. Hell yeah. Right. And so like, uh, so I was like, I just locked it in, came up with the logo. And from that point on, I started pounding down influencers doors and being like, Hey, we should do this. We should do that. Now, luckily, you know, when people are like, can I see an example of your work? Like you're showing them the miracle on ice. Yeah, team, here's the 1980 you know? voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a hard sell when you're like, Oh, you know, the, the, the Miracle on Ice team's only done about 400 of these for the last few years. Like they're 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 my big customer. At that point, you've got people's attention and they'll they'll want to work with you. So, you know, and then fortunately, like so, I've really only been doing this um, at least mainstream for probably you know the last what nine months. Mm-hmm. And in that span, like I'm now working with NHL teams, NHL players. There's tons of people that are doing it. There's the Dunkin' Donuts one that like everyone is now talking about um, because we customized the blade and we did a custom paint job on it. So like that one is sick. And we'll put, we'll put the YouTube link in the podcast description oh, yeah. for sure because he's he created this unreal Dunkin' Donuts and we had a chance to kind of talk about it before we went live here. And it's I mean we're looking at it right now. It's got the coffee drip. It, it's it's unreal. Like, it's fucking really cool. And I actually, I spent a summer working at Dunkin' Donuts, too, so it hits from home. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's unreal. And, you know, it's kind of funny. At the end of the podcast, I always ask the people, like, what, like who's the coolest person that you've met having done this? And it's like, oh, probably the first people that you did this for. <laughs> like, like unbelievable. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, and so what that idea kind of came from is along the way, you start meeting different people. And they all have their own businesses, their own brands, be it apparel brands or, you know, a hockey bag company or anything like that. And 
the, you start looking at their marketing because you're trying to figure out what they're doing to promote their business. Because I'm really into marketing and sales and kind of like the psychology into stuff and whatnot. Like it's really cool. And yeah, so for me, yeah, no, it's it's wildly fascinating. But one thing that I started noticing was like all of these brands and companies when they're taking pictures of their products and they're trying to like target that hockey market or whatever, they're just grabbing a basic stick and they're putting it in there. And I started going like, you you know, like you could get a, you know, there's this thing now, I don't know if you've heard of it called stick wraps where you can get a hockey stick that has like your logo on it and your colors, your branding. And like, you could put that in your post and like no one else is really doing this. So you're going to stand out. Like you should do this. And then people will be like, yeah, that's cool. So then I had already done a basic Duncan stick uh, for a local franchise here. And Duncan in Kansas City is not big whatsoever. Like Starbucks is king here. So we don't have a lot of Duncans. But like this guy was like, yeah, you know, Duncan's really big in hockey here in the U.S. So like like you should do one for them. And I was like, yeah, as long as I got your blessing, like I'll I'll do one up. So anyway, I'd already done the wrap. I'd already done whatever. And then came the idea of like we should put logos on the blade because like you're not going to tape them when you're doing your social media posts you're just going right. to put the stick in there so like why not put your logo on there right. and then came the idea of i was telling you guys like i woke up at like 1 30 in the morning with this idea of like dude a coffee drip over the top of the blade oh, going yeah. over the logo dude that's sick <laughs> so I wrote down and like the next morning i looked at it and i was like yep nope that's still definitely a really cool idea like we're gonna run with it and uh, called my buddy up. I was like, I got this sick idea, but it kind of goes beyond my scope and skill. Like, you in? And I play hockey with him all the time. His name is Darren. His link's on the video. He's cool as hell. Um, and he was like, uh, hell yeah, I'm in. Like, bring that bad boy over. Let's go. And so we, it, it was a basic wood stick, and we just customized the heck out of it, dude. No, and they're great. And I feel like you just grabbed the opportunity, right? It wasn't there. And, like, there's just so much you can do, whether it be brand recognition, like, there's these uh there's this game a high school game up where we're from where queensberry glens falls and it's called the stick game and i could see you like creating like a stick for like a trophy or, or like yeah. or like it, there's just so many opportunities because like everybody loves hockey sticks, dude, that, dude, dude. The, like we, we both went to sienna and marist is like on the same highway as us so we play for the i-87 cup like yeah which is it, a street sign but like that sign, would be like this would be sick, sick. like yeah. these right. this would be like unbelievable type stuff where it's like oh yeah we won we got we won yeah. the stick game right and for all the tournaments that you go to youth tournaments and all that like you can have a youth tournament branded like stick one mm -hmm. but then like and people can grab it and you can sign all the blades but two like i can put your logo and your colors on it and then each of these kids yeah. can get one of these sticks and sign them like a yearbook on the blade yeah. and write know all their little chirps to their buddies on the stick and then they're gonna stick it on their wall and like that's not going anywhere like you're no, gonna have that for a I, long time so oh yeah you have all the tournaments the end of the season all the awards like top goal score like it it just goes on and on and on and you nailed the point there because like all of my best friends i grew up playing hockey with and yeah. i wish when i was younger like we had something that we like all signed because that'd be a hundred it'd be hanging up and you'd be like oh yeah dude like you remember when, <laughs> remember when we got yeah. that dude i'd I'd have all 20 of them signed by all the tournaments that we went to. Like, because each one of those tournaments is, you know, like when you're crashing at hotels and you're causing trouble. Different memories, like, right? Yeah. There's stories in all of them. So if you had one from all of those, like that's something you're going to be 45 years old holding going, <laughs> that dumbass. Like, that was, like, I remember that. That was an interesting tournament. Yeah, man. I mean, that's. 
That's incredible. And, and they're like very, very nicely done. Again, when you guys are listening to this podcast, check out the link in, in uh, the description, which is going to bring you right to the YouTube video. Breaks down like what they do. And it's, I mean, the cool, the yeah, the cool thing too is that like the possibilities are literally endless. Like you can put people's faces on them, you can do anything because it's vinyl graphics. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. Um, so my buddy Colby uh, does MD Media out in Nashville. And he, he was like, his his son Asher, um, and I want to make sure I get this story right. I've told it several times, but now that you're on a podcast and people are listening, it's kind of like I uh, gotta <laughs> make sure. Anyway, um, for his uh, wish that he got through the Make a Wish Foundation, he was actually signed by the Predators for on a one day contract and got to go meet the players and all that. And he kind of had this relationship form with uh, Philip Forsberg, and so as a thank you between the Make a Wish Foundation, the Nashville Predators Foundation, and then his family. They wanted to do a thank you stick to give to Philip. And um, so we did a stick and it actually there's a picture of Asher and Philip together that we pulled and we dropped the background out and we put that on the stick. And then I had Colby have his son like write like love Asher, like thank you, love Asher. And I got that, dropped the background out, put that on the stick. So it's actually printed with it. That's actually his handwriting. But printed out onto the we're looking at it right now that'll be on the instagram so if you're on our instagram and that's where you came from that's the picture he's talking about that i mean dude what you're just out here creating memories that's what life is about honestly and like i mean that's so cool did you ever think like when you first started doing this that like any of this was a possibility no because it was stupid nobody else was doing this like (laughs) yeah uh... seriously and even then i'm just waiting for everyone else to jump in like i'm just kind of like yeah this like i've but, but what's cool is, like, it's creating something that's new and knowing that, like, you're taking part in it and really, like, taking it to the next level. And like I said, I've got some NHL teams that I'm now working on doing some bigger things. And so, like, to see where this goes, knowing that I've really only been doing this, like, just scratch the for, like for nine months and, like, the first six months of it was, like, just trying to get people to, to see it. And now that people are seeing it, like now it's starting to explode. Like now I go to events or I go to like the all-star game, whatever. Next thing you know, you're sitting with the owner of an NHL team floating this idea. And he's like, yep, I'm in done. Here's my card. Here's my cell phone number. Call me. And, you know, within a matter of two days, you're working with their sponsorship team, the partnership team and everybody else. And like it. So like, you know, because then someone else is going to see it or you're on a podcast, you know, talking about it like it's. So it, it's been a wild ride, and and it's also re- I mean, does your kid ever take credit for this? Is he like, yeah, you want yeah, without me, you wouldn't have thought of that St. Louis blue stick. <laughs> no, but uh, he he likes to get his digs in um, because he's such a big Blues fan of being like, you know, you have a lot to thank for the Blues. And I'm like, oh, shut up! I just started there first. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's unbelievable. And and you have other stuff in the works right now too, right? I do. Um, I actually have, um, there's a few more ideas with the sticks that are coming up that I won't talk about too soon, but you definitely want to follow along because you're going to see the next thing and go, oh shit, like, no way. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, so there's, there's a couple other things coming with that, but no, so I started trying to figure out a good way to like market this and, to, you know, to kind of promote this um, as we start doing licensing deals and start being able to sell like licensed team sticks. And in the process of doing that was like, how am I going to advertise to prospective people how to do this? And right. to be honest with you, I didn't really want to pay for marketing. 
So I just decided I would start my own thing and bring everybody to me. So I created a site called weeklyhockeydeals.com. And I brought in because I've been fortunate enough to have so many fantastic people and companies along this journey really support me that it's kind of like, okay, now like I really want to say thank you to you back like as well. So I created this site and it's a good way for me to be able to promote and market the companies that like I'm friends with. So from Goodwood Hockey, John Schiavo, you know, all the way down to like butt ends, uh, blade shades, hockey wraparound, absolute filth who you guys had on there. And so basically all I've done is say like every single week, I'm going to contact these people and say, hey, do you have a deal this week that you want to offer people? And they're going to come back and say, yeah, let's run a deal for like 10% off this, 20% off this. So the idea being that a lot of these companies have their products into like a pure hockey or retail stores. But like when they run a deal themselves, like you don't really know unless you're following them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So like you would have to follow each one of these companies individually, but that doesn't do anybody that's doing a search for one of these products online. So basically I've brought everybody, all these brands and companies in and I've said, when you run a deal, let me know. I'll post it on here and I'm going to do a whole bunch of search engine optimization work. So when people are doing searches, it's going to come up, people find out about your deals. And then we're going to start doing a weekly email blast with deals that are exclusive to the people that have their email in there. So if you want to go and do your email, like you're literally only going to get one email a week, it's going to come from me. And literally it's going to be reaching it. out. After your talk, you literally yeah. just did that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm just going to call up all my friends and be like, yo, you all own companies, really cool companies that everyone knows and everyone loves. Like, you want to offer a deal. Cool. What is it? And then, like, you're only going to get that deal if you have your email address in there. So. No, it's a great idea, too, because right, you're bringing that hockey community together. We had, like, a very similar idea of doing something along these lines. And it's awesome because it's, like, Obviously, everybody wants to make money. Everybody wants to get their name out there. But when you look at the community, like the hockey community, like we're all pretty much the same type of people, cut from the same cloth. Dev, yeah. Dev loves when I say that. But like, we just love the game of hockey. We scratch your back, you scratch our back, and like we feel we we just we get this hockey community, and it helps everybody out, right? Like, we we've had so many cool people come on the podcast, whether it be Absolute Filth or Ken and Jordy or Kevin and Miles. Yeah, yeah. just like. Everybody's just been like genuine, like just great people, and that's like another reason. Good people with great stories, yeah. yeah everybody's it, just like, and it's it's different because like we do on our Sunday, we do the NHL and all that type of stuff. But I think just having like you guys on on our Wednesday, interviewing people that people maybe they haven't heard of you guys yet, but you want to know what they're gonna know about you guys now, and hopefully they're gonna go to your stuff and like you guys are on the podcast. They're going to see how genuine you are. This isn't like a joke. This isn't like a, uh, you know, you're putting on a front, like this is who you are. This is how you got to be where you are. And and it's awesome. Right. And I think uh, like there's just so many people within the sport. So, you know, you're trying to explain to people that are one, either new to hockey or two, like, especially here in this area that don't know a lot about hockey. And you try and tell them like how genuinely great the people are. Like your, your family, probably within the first five minutes of like putting yeah. on your skates and going out on the ice, if, if you haven't like even known each other, there's going to be a few bad apples in there that just like to go and try to murder everyone. And like, it is what it is. But like, at the same time, like for me to go into this and being well-connected in like, you know, the upper echelons of like hockey, but not so much like the down route, like the good people, like that just play. When you start meeting all of these people and like they're genuinely excited about you and your idea and how cool it is. And like the first thing they all say is like, what can I do to help? Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to find that. At least I don't think so in so many other areas. 
And that's why, like, I know that I would not be where I am right now without the support of, like, all the brands and the companies that, like, one, are on that site. So, but two, like, they're just so welcoming. When you meet them for the first time, it's like, what's up? Like, it's just a mutual respect thing. And it's a, I admire what you're doing and I appreciate the hustle. And, like, what can we do to make this work for you? And, like, you need anything. Like, they they just help you, no questions asked. So, it's been, it has been probably a lot more humbling and a lot more exciting than I probably expected it to be. 1,000. I, th- I think yeah. we feel the same way. Absolutely. Like it kind of gets us through the week. Who are we interviewing this week? What, what what type of research do we have to like go on? And like, guys, it's awesome. Weeklyhockeydeals.com. If you guys get a chance, check it out. You, you're going to get deals on all these like really, really cool things. So if you're looking to, you know, save a little bit, bit of money and find out about new things that you just haven't heard of before, this is exactly the spot to go to, right? Yeah. And I will say like, it's only been going, I mean, we're now early March. It's really only been going for a month. So like, this is like a month old and this is me just bringing people in. And the more that other like brands are seeing this, like, okay, I want in, like, what, like I want in. So like, I literally just started adding some like monster companies to it yesterday. And I've got three more that I'm adding in the next three days that aren't even on the site yet. Like, and it, it's, it's going to be, it, it's going to be cool. Sick. <laughs> we, we literally did find your Instagram somehow. Um, like a couple of weeks ago and me and Jimmy were just like, Oh my God. Like we were just talking about doing something similar. (laughs) It's just awesome. It's just bringing Um, everybody together. Exactly. Um, and then the the other cool thing about, uh, stick wraps, which we talked about, um, it's like you will do one-off designs. So like if any of our listeners are listening, you don't really have to be an NHL team or a whole youth hockey program. It sounds like you're, you're open to people reaching out for, Anything, pretty much. I, I would say, as of right now, a big bulk of the business are one-offs. It's people that are want to give a stick as an award or a person that wants to do it for their brand or someone, like we were saying, that's like just like to have like for their kid to be able to sign autographs on. There's There's been some that like actually want to play with them. And like that's the other part, too, is like they'll hold up. Like you can play with the rap on it. What I, what I try to tell people is at the end of the day, it is still a sticker. So, like, you, it, it's going to have, like, dings in it, especially if you play in a league where they slash you a whole lot or you're the person slashing people a whole lot. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you start, you know, chopping lumber, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have some scuffs on it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you can totally play with it. And the cost is so perfect for it that this is something that, like, you're not going to go spend hundreds of dollars on. Like, you're going to be in and out for under 50 bucks. And so, like, it's a great way for you to completely customize your stick any way you want to. And let's say in, you know, three, four or five months, I mean, I've got probably 15 sticks that were done for a rink locally for, let's say, rental sticks. And they've been played with for two whole, like, winter seasons now, and they're still just fine. So, but, like, at any point in time, like, let's say you switch teams, like, you can totally peel this off and put another one on. Like, it, it, it works. So... But yeah, the one-offs, the one-offs, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's just the nature of the business. So uh, within the pricing, there's always one hour of design time that's included because I figure like I've got to do something to it. So, you know, you get an hour for for free, essentially. Um, And then anything more than that, we just charge an hourly fee just to go through the edits and the design. But yeah, we can can work with a standard design that we already have done um, for either either customers and like we're just swapping out colors and logos and words. Um, or we can customize one completely. Yeah. 
Did did you say under fifty bucks? Uh, the wrap itself, yeah, under fifty bucks. So then at that point, like if you just want to add in a wood stick, obviously you know the wood stick's gonna cost you twenty five thirty bucks, and we'll put it on there, customize, you know, get a good coat of paint put on that blade so it's good. Uh, but then if you want to do a composite stick, you know, whatever you there's there's a couple options in there. We've got relationships with stick manufacturers that we can get composite sticks uh, really cheap and be able to pass that on to the customer. Or if you know that like you're going to be ordering a brand new composite stick, you can actually have that shipped to us. We'll go ahead and wrap it and then we'll just pass that back on to you. And then by the time you get it, it's completely customized and you're ready to go. Well, yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Um, cool. And then you and I also talked a little bit about uh, you spent like six months recently designing outdoor <laughs> rinks. Or yeah, so that, that here, in the, here in the Kansas City area, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of hockey rinks. But I did fall upon this group of people that, Basically, we're running and operating a outdoor hockey rink. And the president of that company was actually Ken Morrow, who was on the 1980 U.S. Olympic team. Okay. and kind of like bring this all back into tie a little bow on it. Um, <laughs> and so um, I kind of took the idea of doing an outdoor ice rink to the local Parks and Rec here in town that I live in. And they were like, loved it. I kind of connected the dots and said, you guys should talk. And then they kind of took it from there. I wasn't really involved in it. And it got approved, you know, through city and taxes and planning and development and all that other jazz that they got to do. Um, and then they kind of circled back around and they were like, hey, do you know how to turn a wrench? And because uh, we might bring you in to help build it. And I was like, I mean, yeah, let's do this thing. <laughs> so uh, I built a I built an outdoor hockey rink with them from driving the bobcats to welding the pipes putting in the rebar like we literally built this thing put in the boards the glass made the ice did all that and then we actually got the contract to run it and so we ran the the we, we actually ended up running the entire park for essentially an entire year so during the summer there was like a splash pad and some pickleball courts actually on the rink itself and then the winter it converted over into an ice rink outdoors and so we ran that for the entire winter and then uh we did not renew the contract with them and so we kind of transitioned to only building hockey rinks. So we went up to South Dakota. We built two a twin sheets up in South Dakota. Literally, it was like a rebuild. So they had already torn out like the old the old rink, like the flooring on it. But yeah, we drove the Bobcats. We laid in all the pipes, hooked everything up to the chiller, ran 12 miles of pipe on both sheets. That is a tour in and of itself. Got all the pipes all welded together, put in all the rebar, got the concrete poured. Uh, so we did two sheets there. We did two sheets in St. Louis. While we were putting in the boards and the glass in the St. Louis rink, uh, me and a couple other guys transitioned over to building one in Atlanta. So we went and built a hockey rink for the Atlanta, I think they're the Mad Hatters, their uh, junior team out in Atlanta, Marietta. And so we built their rink. And then came back and then we went up to Chicago for a couple weeks and we built, uh, we worked, helped another crew like building a couple out in the Chicago area. Yeah, dude, it's wild. Like not many people can sit there, one, say that they've driven a Zamboni, which we all have. And two, like to say that you've literally built a hockey rink. Like that's unbelievable, yeah. man. When you told me that the other night, I was like 12 miles worth of piping. Like I didn't even, I had no idea that's how I, I had. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like kind of blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Right, and the worst part is like they come on these big spools, these big rolls, and you got to sit them on one side, and then you've got like six guys. One guy grabs the pipe and starts walking to drag this thing, you know, a full two hundred feet, and like he starts going. Then you got guys in the middle that all go and grab a part of it, and you all walk all the way down the whole length of the rink. You cut that pipe, then you walk back, and mind you, you're walking on rebar. So you got to walk all the way back to the front and then you grab the next one and then you go again. And these pipes are, you know, probably about every two inches. So imagine you've got a rink 80 feet wide and you're laying a pipe every two inches. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it takes, you're, you're basically working 12 hours a day pulling pipe and it takes a good couple of days to do it. Jeez, man. And then on top of that, you have to weld everything. So all those pipes have to be welded to create a circuit. They have to be welded through the headers, and then on the ends, there's little U-bends where they connect, and every single one of those pipes has to be welded. So, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a chore. Do you have pictures of this? I have tons of pictures. I, I literally I take pictures. pictures. We'll post that too. That's insane. Yeah, I got pictures of all of it just because it's really cool. It's fascinating. I mean, that's absolutely. Yeah, yeah you. I'm like I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, this that's is incredible. incredible. Yeah incredible i just i don't know that everything that you've done you started trying to help out your kid 1980 to the forsberg make a wish building rinks bringing the hockey community together and all in like a very very short amount of time by the way like that's you ever just kind of take a step back and you're like holy shit yeah yep Uh (laughs) uh-huh because it's you know for everything you've done in life it's kind of like one why me um but two like really understanding the gravity of it to be like, you know, don't think you're a big deal because at any point in time, like this could all be gone and to remember like why you're doing it. And I think that's, you know, really kind of what's important, at least for me to, for the sticks is, you know, it's, it's understanding that like, this is going to somebody, this is somebody's memory, that this is something that's going to be a keepsake for somebody, that this is going to be a really big deal for somebody else. And so like, it, it really kind of, it humbles you on each and every single project to be like, you know, this is, this is cool. Like this is, yeah, this is something that someone's going to value for a long time. And I go back to like, so there was hockey day in America, what, like three weeks ago or something along those lines. Yeah. And, um, I, I was working on something else and just happened to get up and leave the room and glanced over at the TV and they were like on NBC, they were like, send us your pictures of like your fan caves and all this stuff. And I just happened out the corner of my eye to catch something that caught my attention. And I had to go back through and rewind it because I missed it. And sure enough, some guy had posted a picture of his man cave and it was all 1980 U.S. Olympic stuff. And in there was one of the sticks from the fantasy camp all done up. Way. And I was like. I know that stick, <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then it like, but then you have this moment of like, I literally made that. Like, I painted that. I did the design on the wrap. I spent the time to do the graphics, and so it's kind of one of those like the time that I'm putting into it now is something that this person is going to hold on for the rest of their life, and maybe even get passed down to like his kid or his next generation. Like, this is this is one of those things that's like really cool. So, like, 
try not to let your head get too big and think you're all cool because like you're just getting started there's a lot more to like what's coming up so I can feel it. yeah that's special man like my grandma knitted us all like all our grandkids like blankets and it's just like something i'll have forever i'll pass it down to my kid i imagine it's a similar yeah thing. like you just wear so hard. dude plus you can tell people that you laid 12 miles worth of pipe dude <laughs> that's, insane. <laughs> that's wild but, I mean, Mike, thanks for coming on, guys. Check him out. Stick Wraps with a Z and uh, WeeklyHockeyDeals.com. And uh, you, have big, any, you have anything? Yeah, just big things coming. I can feel it. You know, we, oh, yeah. we've been going by the motto here lately, play it forward. So we'll have to send you something out from us. Yeah, uh, for sure. And we definitely appreciate you coming on. Everybody go check them out. Awesome. awesome. Mike, thanks, man. We really appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, no, I seriously appreciate the time. I appreciate the talk. It's cool. Oh. Yeah, talking hockey, man. Nothing better than that. Right? All right, buddy. Well, hey, we'll we'll talk to you sooner, guys. Again, this is Stick Wraps with a Z and weeklyhockeydeals.com, and we will talk to you guys on Sunday.